Surah Yusuf, Surah number 12. In the name of God, the most gracious, the ever merciful. This is Surah, Alif Lam Ra. These are the verses of the book, which states its intent with full clarity. We have revealed it, as an Arabic Quran, so that, O Quraysh of Mecca, you can fully understand it. O Prophet! Through this Quran, which we have revealed to you, we shall narrate to you an excellent account. In reality, before this you were totally unaware of such things. This happened, when Joseph said to his father, Father! I have dreamt that, there are eleven stars, and the sun, and the moon. I see them prostrating before me. His father replied, Son! Do not narrate this dream to your brothers, lest they engage in a conspiracy against you. Undoubtedly, Satan is an open enemy of human beings. It is evident from your dream that, your Lord will bless you in this way, and will teach you, how to reach the core of matters, and complete his favor on you, and on the clan of Jacob, the way he has completed it on your fathers Abraham, and Isaac before this. Surely, your Lord is all-knowing, all-wise. In reality, there are many signs in this account of Joseph, and his brothers, for those who ask. When his brothers said to one another, Joseph and his brother are dearer to our father than us, even though we are a group. Surely, our father is afflicted with a blatant error. The only remedy to this is, to kill Joseph, or to throw him at some place, because of this, your father's attention will be totally focused towards you, and after this, you will become full well. At this, one of the speakers spoke, Do not kill Joseph. If you must, throw him in the darkness of a desolate well, some passing by caravan will pull him out, and take him away. After this, they went, and told their father, Why is it father that you do not trust us, in the matter of Joseph, even though we are his sincere well-wishers? Let him go along with us tomorrow, that he may enjoy, and play a little, we shall be responsible for his safety. The father said, It grieves me, that you take him away, and I fear that, a wolf may eat him, while you are unaware. They replied, If a wolf eats him, when we are a group, then surely, we shall be in great loss. When they took away Joseph, by insisting in this manner, and ultimately decided to throw him, in the bottom of a well, and on the other hand, we sent a revelation to him, one day, you will inform them of this misdeed, when they will not even be aware. And after throwing him in the well, they came weeping, and wailing to their father at nightfall. They came over, and said, Father. We became busy in a racing competition against one another, and had left Joseph with our belongings, when a wolf came, and devoured him. But you will not believe us, even though we may be truthful. In order to prove their claim, they even brought Joseph's shirt, stained with fake blood. The father said, No. In fact, it is your heart, that has forged a lie for you. So, let graceful patience be my way, and on whatever you are saying, God alone is the support. On the other hand, a caravan arrived, and sent its water-bearer. And, he slid his bucket in the well, then seeing Joseph cried, Glad tidings be delivered, this is a boy. Thus, they took him out, and hid him, thinking him to be a prized possession. And God was fully aware of whatever they were doing.
Then, they came with him to Egypt, and sold him for a paltry price of a few dirhams, and they had no interest in his matter. From among the people of Egypt, the one who bought him said to this wife, Treat him well, hopefully, he will give us benefit, or we can even make him our son. In this way, we gave Joseph a place in that country, in order to choose him, and in order to teach him, to reach the core of words. In reality, God is one, who implements his will come what may, but most people know not. Thus, this is what happened, and when he reached mature age, we gave him authority and knowledge. In this way, do we reward those who are thorough? And the woman, in whose house Joseph resided, began tempting him. One day, she bolted the doors, and said, Come. Joseph said, God forbid. He is my master. He has treated me well. I cannot do this treachery, because such unjust people never prosper. In reality, that woman had decided for Joseph, and had he too not seen the sign of his Lord, he would have succumbed to her. It happened thus, so that we keep away vice and wantonness from him. Undoubtedly, he was from among our chosen people. Both of them rushed to the door one behind the other, and in an effort to stop Joseph, the woman pulled out and tore his shirt from the back. At the door, both of them found her husband. As soon as she saw him, the woman said, What else can be the punishment of that person who intends evil with your wife than to imprison him, or he be given some other painful punishment? Joseph said, It is she who had tried to entice me. When the matter proceeded further, a person from the family of the woman presented circumstantial evidence that, if Joseph's shirt is torn from the front, then the woman is telling the truth, and he is lying. And if his shirt is torn from the back, then the woman lying, and he is telling the truth. Then, when the husband saw that Joseph's shirt was torn from the back, he angrily cried out, These are deceptions of you women, no doubt, your deceptions are profound. Joseph, leave aside this matter, and owe oh, you woman. Seek repentance for your sin, because you are the actual wrongdoer. The women of the city began gossiping with one another. The wife of Aziz is trying to tempt her servant. She is infatuated by his love. In our opinion, she is inflicted with open foolishness. Perhaps, she does not know how such people are enticed. So, when that woman heard of their deception, she sent for them, that they too may test their skills, and arranged a gathering for them, and gave a knife to each of them, and asked Joseph, Come before them. So, when the women saw him, they were wonderstruck by his majesty, and to force him to accept their demand, they inflicted a cut on their hands at various places, but did not succeed, and ultimately cried out, God forbid, this is not a human being, this is some noble angel. She said, See now, is it he about whom you were censuring me? Indeed, I had tried to tempt him, but he could not be lured. Yet, if he does not comply with what I am asking him to do, he shall certainly be imprisoned, and surely be humiliated. At this, Joseph prayed, Lord, the prison is dearer to me than what they are inviting me to. If you now do not drive away their intrigue from me, I shall be inclined towards them, and shall become among those who are overwhelmed with emotions. So, his Lord accepted this prayer of his, and warded off their intrigue from him. Indeed, he hears, and knows all. 
Then even after observing these signs of his innocence, those people regarded it appropriate to necessarily imprison Joseph for a while. With him, two other young men also entered the prison. One of them, one day said to him, I dream of squeezing wine. The other said, I see that, I am carrying a loaf on my head from which birds are eating. Interpret this dream for us. We see that you are among those who are thorough. Joseph replied, Before the food you are served here comes, I shall interpret it to you. This is from the knowledge which my Lord has taught me. Indeed, I have left the religion of those who do not believe in God, and it is they who reject the hereafter. And I have adopted the religion of my elders, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We do not have the right to associate anything with God. It is a blessing on us and on all mankind that he has made this fact evident through his messengers, yet most people are not grateful. Fellow prisoners, are many different gods separately better, or that one God who is dominant on all? You are only worshipping some names besides him, which you and your forefathers have kept. God has not revealed any sanction in their favor. Sovereignty belongs to God alone. He has directed not to worship anyone except him. This is the true religion, but many people are not aware of this fact. Fellow prisoners, the interpretation of your dream is that one of you will be reinstated to his position and will serve wine to his master. As for the other, he will be hanged, then birds will tear away his head and eat it. The matter you had asked of has thus been decided. Joseph asked the person he thought would be freed from among them, mention me before your master. But Satan made him forget mentioning this to his master and Joseph remained in prison in this manner for many years. Then one day, the king said to his courtiers, I dream of seven fat cows being devoured by seven lean ones, and seven green ears of corn, and seven other dry ones, and they too are eating the green ones. Courtiers, interpret this dream for me, if you have this skill of interpretation. People said, these are wavered dreams, and we are not aware of the interpretation of such dreams. Of the two prisoners who had been freed, and he remembered after a long time, said, I shall interpret this dream for you. If you want to know it, just send me to meet Joseph in the prison. He went and said, Joseph, O man of your words, tell us about the seven fat cows that are being devoured by seven lean ones, and about the green ears of corn, and the other seven which are dry, that I may go back to those people, so that, instead of wildly conjecturing, they also come to know the interpretation of this dream. Joseph said, For seven years continuously you will sow, thus, from the crop you harvest, except for a little, that you may take and eat, leave all the rest in its ears, so that it does not become stale. After this, seven very harsh years will follow, which will consume the corn you had stored for those years, except for a small quantity from, what you were able to preserve. After this, a year will come again in, which the pleading of people will be answered, in the form of abundant rain, and they will squeeze grapes in it. When this interpretation was related in the royal court, the king said, Bring him to me. But, when the messenger came to Joseph, to bring him to the king, he said, Go back to your master, and ask him, What was the matter of the women who had cut their hands? 
My Lord is fully aware of their deception. The king called them, and asked, What overtook you, when you had tried to tempt Joseph? Each of them bore witness, God forbid, we did not find, even a semblance of vice in him. The wife of Aziz also spoke up, Now the truth has become evident. It was I, who had tried to tempt him. No doubt, he is absolutely truthful. Joseph said, My intent in this was that, Aziz comes to know that, I did not secretly betray him, and God does not let the intrigue of those, who betray succeed. I am not absolving my soul in any way, the soul is prone to evil, except when my Lord shows mercy. In reality, my Lord is very forgiving, ever merciful. The king said, Bring him to me, I shall choose him for my own self. Then, when he conversed with him, he was so impressed that, he said to him, Now you will be a man of authority among us, and you will be trusted. Joseph said, Consign the treasures of this land to me, because I am one who protects, and also has knowledge. In this way, we gave Joseph authority in that country, he can pick a position for himself anywhere there. We bless whomsoever we want, with our mercy, and we never waste the reward of those, who are thorough. The reward of the hereafter, however is much more than this for those, who accepted faith, and continued to fear God. Many years after this, the brothers of Joseph came to Egypt, and also came to his presence, so, he recognized them, but they did not recognize Joseph. Then, at the time of their departure, when he had their provisions prepared, he said to them, When you come again, bring to me your stepbrother as well. Do you not see that, I give grain in full measure, and am also a very good host? But if you do not bring him to me, then neither shall I have grain for you, nor should you come near me. They said, We shall try to convince his father about him, and we shall definitely be able to do this. Joseph asked his servants, secretly place back in their saddle packs the goods, they have given in exchange of the grain. The purpose of this is that, when they reach their families, they recognize that their own goods have been returned to them, that they may come again. So, when they returned to their father, they said, Father, we have been denied grain in future. So, let our brother Benjamin also go along with us, that we are able to prove our truthfulness, and bring grain, we promise to protect him. The father replied, Should I trust you in his matter too, the way I trusted you earlier in the matter of his brother? So, God is the best of guardians, and of all those who show mercy, he is the most merciful. After this, when they opened their luggage, they saw that their goods had also been returned to them. Seeing this, they cried out, Father! What more do we need? Look! These goods of ours have been returned to us. Now we shall go, bring supplies for our family, protect our brother, and procure more than a camel load of grain. This grain that we have brought this time is little. The father replied, I shall never send him with you, until you promise me in God's name, that you shall definitely bring him back to me, except if you are stranded somewhere. So, on his insistence, when they gave him their firm word, he said, this pact that we are making, God is its protector. Then, when they were about to depart, he directed them, My sons, do not enter together the capital of Egypt, through the same gate, but go through separate gates. I know this is only a scheme, and I can be of no benefit to you against God. 
All authority belongs to God only. I have trusted him alone, and all those who want to trust should trust him only. Thus, when they entered the city from, where their father had directed them, then had something else been ordained for them from God, this could not have been of avail to them against God, except that, it was only a desire in the heart of Jacob, which he fulfilled. Undoubtedly, he had the knowledge we had taught him, but most people do not know. And when these people reached Joseph's presence, he gave his brother a special place near himself. Then, sometime in seclusion, he told him, I am your brother Joseph. So, do not now grieve on what they have been doing. Then, at the time of their departure, when he had their provisions prepared, he placed his cup as a token of love in the belongings of his brother. After this, it happened from God that exactly at that time a caller called, O people of the caravan! You are thieves surely! They turned back to them and asked, What have you lost? They replied, We are not being able to find the king's goblet. Their officer said, And he who brings it will get a camel load of grain, I take responsibility of this. Joseph's brothers said, By God! You know that, we have not come here to create disorder in the land, and we are not those who steal. They said, If you are proven wrong, then what is the punishment of the thief? They replied, The punishment from whose belongings the stolen thing is located is that he himself shall be kept back as his punishment. Thus do we punish such unjust people. At this, that person began searching their bags before the bag of Joseph's brother. Then the goblet of the king could not be found, but he extracted the cup from the bag of his brother that Joseph had placed in it. In this way, we schemed for Joseph to hold back his brother, because he was not authorized to hold back his brother, according to the law of the king, except if God willed. We raise the status of whomsoever we want, and in reality, there is a knowledgeable being, above every other knowledgeable person. When the brothers saw this, they said, If he has stolen, then this is no matter of amazement, before this, one of his brothers, has also been guilty of stealing. This was totally a false accusation, but Joseph kept it in his heart, he did not reveal it to them. The only thing he said in his heart was, Very wicked are you people, and God well knows whatever you are saying. They said, Aziz. He has a very old father, so, in his place keep one of us, we see that you are a very virtuous person. Joseph said, God forbid that, we should see someone else than the person, with whom we have found our thing. In such a case, we shall be regarded as very unjust. When after hearing this answer of his, they lost hope, they went in seclusion, in order to consult one another. An elder among them said, Do you not know that, your father has taken a firm promise from you in the name of God, and before this, the mistake you have committed regarding Joseph is also known to you? Hence, I am not going to leave this land until my father permits me, or God passes a judgment for me, and he is the best of judges. Go back to your father and tell him, Father, your son has committed a theft, and we have only said what has come to our knowledge. We are not guardians of the unseen. Ask the people of that settlement where we have stayed and the caravan with which we came. We are absolutely truthful. When their father heard the story, he said, No. In fact, 
your heart has made up an excuse for you. So, graceful patience is better. Hopefully, God will bring all of them to me. Surely, he is all-knowing and wise. After saying this, he turned away his face from them, and said, Alas O Joseph! And his eyes had turned white, due to grief, and he was in a lot of anguish, the son said, By God! You will keep on remembering Joseph only, until you become miserable with woe, or pass away. He said, I complain of my worry and sorrow to God alone, and know from God what you do not. My sons! Go, and search for Joseph, and his brother, and do not lose hope in God's mercy. Only the disbelievers lose hope in God's mercy. Then when the next time they came to Joseph, they imploringly said, O Aziz! We and our family are in great affliction, and we have come with a small amount. So, be gracious to us, and give us the grain in full, and give us in charity too. Undoubtedly, God nicely rewards those who give in charity. Hearing their pleading, Joseph could not restrain himself, he said, Do you just know that, when you were overwhelmed with frenzy, what you did with Joseph and his brother? In amazement, they said, Are you really Joseph? He replied, Yes, I am Joseph, and this is my brother. God has been gracious to us. In reality, those who fear God and remain steadfast certainly get their reward, because God does not waste the reward of those who are thorough in their deeds. They said, By God. Undoubtedly, God has given you superiority over us, and there is no doubt that it was we who were wrongdoers. Joseph said, Now there is no blame on you. May God forgive you. Of all those who show mercy, he is the most merciful. Go, take along this shirt of mine, and put it on the face of my father, his eyesight will be restored, and bring all your family to me. When this caravan departed from Egypt, their father in Canaan said to his family, If you do not say that, I have become senile, I can feel the fragrance of Joseph. People said, By God! You are still inflicted with your old insanity. Then when it happened that the giver of glad tidings arrived, he placed the shirt on Jacob's face, then suddenly his eyesight returned. At this, he said, Did I not tell you that, I know from God what you do not know? The brothers of Joseph cried out, Father! Pray for the forgiveness of our sins, we were indeed wrongdoers. He said, I shall soon pray to my Lord for your forgiveness. Indeed, he alone forgives, and is ever merciful. Then, when these people came over to Joseph, he gave his parents a place, specially near him, and said, Stay in Egypt, if God wills, with peace. After reaching his house, he made his parents sit on the throne, and everyone kneeled before him in prostration. Joseph said, Father! This is the interpretation of my dream, that I had seen earlier. My Lord made it a reality. He has been very gracious to me, when he took me out of the prison, and brought all of you here from the village, even though Satan had spread mischief between me and my brothers. In reality, whatever my Lord desires, he creates very subtle means for it. In truth, he alone is knowledgeable and wise. Lord! You granted me a share in political authority, and taught me also from the knowledge of interpreting words. 
O Creator of the heavens and the earth. You alone are my guardian in this world and the next. Make me die on Islam and include me among your righteous people. This tale is from among the news of the unknown. We are revealing it to you, O Prophet. You were not present at that time when the brothers of Joseph had firmly decided and they were conspiring against him. In spite of this, the majority of these people shall not accept faith, however much you may desire. You are not asking from them for any reward for this service, so that they try to evade you. This is only a reminder for the people of the world. They demand a sign from you. In reality, there are so many signs in the earth and the heavens on which they pass by and pay no heed. Most of them believe in God while associating partners with Him. Then, by trusting the partners they associate with God, have they become content that a torment visit them from God, or the day of judgment suddenly descend on them, and they are absolutely unaware of it? Tell them clearly, this is my way, I call towards God with full insight, I also, and those two who follow me. And listen, God is exalted from all the filth of polytheism, and I am not from among the polytheists. They are amazed that a human being has come to them as God's messenger. Before you also, O prophet, whoever we sent as messengers were all human beings who lived in these settlements, we would send revelations to them. Then have these people not walked about in the land, so that they could have seen with their eyes the fate of those who were before them. In reality, the abode of the hereafter is far better for those who are God-conscious. Then do you not understand? The way they are asking to hasten the torment, those before them also would do the same thing. Until, when their messengers lost hope in them, and those people too thought that, they were lied to that a torment will visit them, our help came to the messengers. Then, they were saved, whom we wanted to be saved, and our torment cannot be warded off from the wrongdoers. There is a great lesson to be learned by people of intellect in their accounts. This Quran is not something concocted, in fact, it is in confirmation of what is before it, and is a detail of everything essential for guidance, and is a guidance, and mercy for people who believe.